0: You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Not all bands start out the traditional way. For Don Harrison, it was his experience making documentaries for his daughter's travel lacrosse team that unearthed a latent interest in songwriting, which led to a full-blown CD recording project several years later. Don Harrison is my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about his songwriting and his family's experience in recording this new CD climate change. Hi, Don. Welcome to the podcast today.
2: Good. Hi, Greg. Uh, Thanks so much for uh, for having me. I I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I am uh, talking to you where? You're in Maryland? Is that right?
2: I'm in Maryland, uh, technically Severna Park, Maryland, but that's uh, just a little bit uh, north of Annapolis, and um, I'm actually from Annapolis.
0: All right. Awesome. So you've had a Kind of an interesting uh, induction into the music world. You're a a professional financial advisor by trade, is that right?
2: That's correct, yeah.
0: And and not a lifetime musician? Do I understand that right?
2: Uh, not, not not a lifetime musician, though I did sort of get started in this relatively early as a as a teenager, and um, uh, then 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 kind of left it. I was I played uh, sang in a band uh, uh, when I was uh, you know your typical kind of garage band yeah. thing, and <laughs> then I don't know for some reason I think sports and girls I I kind of uh, lost interest, and it's um, it never occurred to me that. Um, Girls might be uh, just as interested in a lead singer in a band, or maybe yeah. even more interested than they would be in some guy who's one among thirty with a football helmet. Right? With. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. But the uh, the the folly of youth.
0: Right. Well, at least they can identify you without the helmet on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, as a uh, as an adult musician, you had a, a, a kind of a interesting. A uh, colorful uh, re- reintroduction to the music world, then, right?
2: Well, yeah, my um, my, my my two daughters, who who uh, who are also you know sing on the uh, sing on the album, um, they were both involved in um, you know musical theater in high school and also in um, uh, local uh, stage productions for local theater productions, and you know we've, we've we've got a little bit there's a little bit of music genes in the family, both my uh, my. Maternal uh, grandfather sang and danced in minstrel shows. Um, They always had an old mandolin and uh, a guitar in the house, and I used to kind of pick notes on that, but never really learned how to play. Um, but uh yeah, my, my two daughters sang and, and I hadn't sung really since I was a since I was a teenager, but um a um a, a good friend of mine, um um Steve Willette has run since uh nineteen ninety six a program called Crossover Lacrosse and it's for girls across, and, and and basically um one it, it's a it's an exchange program with a community near uh, manchester england mm-hmm. where one year we send a team over there to play these are 14 15 year old girls typically and the next year they they send a team over over here and and the girls stay in with 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 the, the girls are going to be playing against and they're here for about two weeks well um i i been a lacrosse coach for years, been very involved. My younger daughter Amy, uh, who sings on the uh, album, uh, uh, she played lacrosse. So I started um, making videos after uh, the kids would get home of mm. their of their adventures in England. And you know, one thing kind of led to another. And um, uh, you know, I'm I'm putting obviously putting music to 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 the different sequences in the videos. And I thought one year, you know, I've got all these pictures of the girls in uh, goofy crowns at a castle gift shop and trying mm-hmm. on clothes and boutique. Why don't I take that ZZ Top song and um, uh, get a carry of song, Sharp Dressed Man, uh, rewrite the lyrics, make it Sharp Dressed Girls get a karaoke version and have amy and jenny sing it and record it and use that for one of the sequences which which we did and i have a friend who had at the time a recording studio in his basement something led to another and after a couple of years of this i'd written i don't know eight or nine different songs everything from uh, you know hillbilly bone to ws walcott medicine show to palette of john and yoko and i you know i thought you know Everybody seems to think I write. They they obviously only have appeal to the kids and their parents in the in the program. Why don't I start writing music that would have more general appeal? And um, you know, at the time, uh, like I said, I played bass a little bit when I was a teenager. I had sung in a band. But I I had very little knowledge, so I I gave myself a uh, crash course in in music theory. And, um, you know, I was actually amazed at at how much... um untapped knowledge there was. I mean, you, I've been listening to all kinds of music and absorbing it for my whole life, so it wasn't as difficult as, as, as you thought it might, might be. Mm-hmm. And eventually I got, a, I got a keyboard so that I could sort of left-hand my way around uh, you know, the different chords to, to, to write the songs. And uh, yeah, that that's a little different um, background than I think uh, uh, most yeah. of the uh, <laughs> most of your interviews would would have. Well,
0: I <laughs> I don't think uh, many uh, um, roots themed bands would say they got their start as a uh, karaoke version of a ZZ Top song. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, well, that's you know that was kind of one of the points of the whole album is there are a number of different musical styles in there. Uh, there's no. There's no easy top, but, um, but 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 there's a uh, there's a lot of variety. I, I, I've described it a number of times. It's kind of um, it's kind of like Forrest Gump's uh, box of chocolates. You know, you're yeah. never going to get you never know what you're going to get from one to the one to the next.
0: Well, I saw where you where you um, kind of coined the the phrase "21st century American folk music." How did you how did you settle on that style as the type of music that you guys wanted to create?
2: Yeah, I, um, people, as, you know, as, as friends would learn what we were doing and, and would ask me, well, you know, Don, um, what kind of music is this? And, you know, the name of the group is Harrison Country, mm-hmm. but it's country in the sense that it's a big country with a lot of different music traditions. Why not use them all? And we've certainly got... Some songs that would fit right in in Nashville, but that, but that's that's not the um, that's not the whole of the album. But um, you know, when they would ask me this question, I didn't have a real good answer. I'd, I'd sort of stumble and bumble and mm-hmm. give these sort of lanes. Well, you know, there's a couple songs that are kind of country, and there's a couple blues, and there's one that's sort of pop, and one that sounds like Carole King, and so forth and so on. And then eventually, what I realized about halfway through is that all twelve of the songs. Are story songs. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of songs that that um, uh, that, that, that I've that I always liked. Um, songs that have characters and dialogue mm-hmm. and places and things in them, um, where you really have a sense of um, entering a different world. And I, and I realized that for the most part, um, I was just writing songs about life around me, um, you know, a blind date, mm-hmm. uh, a boyfriend's obsession with fantasy football, um, you know, a husband and wife who have very different tastes, um, you know, uh, uh, girls out on the town looking for Mr. Right and they can't find him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's folk music, not in the sense of... Um, you know, the folk revival music of the 60s and Baez or Bob Dylan or whatever. um, It doesn't sound, for the most part, at all like that. But it's folk music in a very fundamental sense in that, you know, the sources that those uh, musicians in the 60s drew on were songs like Froggy Went a Court and John Henry and Scarborough Fair. And the people who had written those songs hundreds of years before you know, they, they weren't sitting down and saying, "Oh, I'm going to create folk music." Mm-hmm. They were just telling stories about their world yeah. and, 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 and their lives, using the instruments and the music traditions that were available to them at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, so you know, I I, I and and I, you know, those, those kind. I I like story songs. I like songs with, with uh, you know with uh, with characters
0: what What were the influences for you for the flavor of the music that you guys create
2: well you know for for the flavor i mean as we and i, I was very fortunate in that 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 and, and, and this is really a big part of the album um when I started doing this I, I, I have a client who plays bass in a number of local bands and josh Chapman, and i I, I sat down with him and I said, listen, here's a song I have actually the first song I wrote was the first song on the uh, album men in the house um what do you think? And he said, oh, I, "You know, I, I kind of like this. It sounds good." But you know, Don, I'm—he's I, I, you know, a very good musician. But I've never actually written a song. Um, I have this other fella who we who, who played in a band with, Brian Ewald. And let me introduce you to him because mm-hmm. I think it would be more up his alley. And it just so happened Brian lives about two miles away from me. Um, he is one of the most revered and respected musicians in maryland he's Mm -hmm. not only a fabulous guitar player but he has a great ear and he's an excellent producer so you know that uh, that was really a great deal of luck that i kind of stumbled into Mm -hmm. him. and as we started working on these songs and recording we basically fell into this kind of groove where i'd write the lyrics melody that goes with the lyrics, most of the chords, you know, have an idea of the tempo, maybe what kind of feel I wanted, I'd sit down with him and we'd go, you know, this story kind of sounds like it, you know, maybe we should have a Motown bass line with this, Mm. or this is a little more traditional country, so let's do it acoustic with a mandolin. Um, So every song, depending on what the story was, we kind of chose a different feel for it. Um, so, so that, that, that's kind of how, you know, we ended up with, 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 with the sound, um, mm-hmm. you know,
0: when did it become, uh, a, um, a mission to create a record? Was, was that the intent from the beginning or did it just, no, come no,
2: <laughs> no, it, initially. And I, and I think probably, you know, if you've got a lot of other performers and musicians out there listening to this, um, they, they can sympathize with this. My, my my initial thought when I wrote Men in the House was simply to to sell it to someone else to uh-huh. to, to sing, and I have some uh, second degree contacts in Nashville, and I thought I would um, I would use those. So you know we got the song done, and I started working on this, and what I found was some of those secondary contacts talked a really good game, and nothing materialized. And, um, you know, I also realized that some of the music I was writing, it's not really country top forty at all. Uh-huh. So I just thought, eh, what the heck we're we're doing this. i've I've got a whole family here. We can all sing. Let's just record the darn thing ourselves.
0: Okay. <laughs> and you did end up actually bringing in a, a, a professional vocalist to participate.
2: Right? Well, well, yeah, that's a, that, that uh, that's also that was a bit of serendipity that worked out really well early on in the process I mean I'm I'm sitting down in the evenings and of course this is after doing a whole lot of talking all day and working on the songs and I'm singing a lot and my voice was really getting hoarse and I thought you know I could use some professional vocal lessons just breathing and maybe how to get around this and so forth so I I, I asked Brian you know who locally gives vocal lessons and he said well Um, His fellow Jeremy Ragsdale, who who incidentally has uh, recently won uh, the X Factor in Romania, believe Mm -hmm. it or not. (laughs) And Jeremy's got a great voice. He went to Berklee School of Music, but uh, he was two hundred dollars an hour, and I really didn't need two hundred dollars an hour coaching. (laughs) So he had some other folks in his 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 studio, and uh, one of them was his niece Lexi. And um, so I started with her, and sort of one thing led to another, and. uh, she started working on the harmonies. I mean, we certainly we've got five voices, so we do a lot of harmony on the songs. And um, eventually, she actually sings the lead on the the title song to the to the album okay. Climate Change. Okay. So so yeah, it was just you know one thing led to another, and um, I don't think she was uh, actually involved in the first song Men in the House, but you know she sings um, harmony on uh, on the other eleven.
0: How did you come about the name for the record uh, "Climate Change"?
2: Well, it's just the name from one of the songs, and it 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 it, it, it is it it has nothing to do with global warming. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's really a play on climate change, and it's a uh, fishing, hunting, and cheating song. Okay. So um, you know, we'll, we'll 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 leave it at
0: that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How long did the process uh, take for you from? realizing hey we've got more than three songs here let's let's start working on a record to having the finished product
2: it it took a couple of years okay um and and we're working on another one now so hopefully that'll that'll, that'll be a little quicker all the uh all the songs are, 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 are written but you know i mean i obviously I, we all have full-time jobs um brian is a full-time musician um you know, he he does a lot of session work. He plays in three or four different bands. So, um, um, you know, this 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 was a sidelight for all of us.
0: Are, are you guys going out as Harrison Country and playing places?
2: We 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 have done one small performance for a local uh, for the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition um, back in October at their uh, their local um, you know fundraiser run walk. Um, you know, kind of the issue at the moment for performing is. We've got five singers. Um, none of the five singers play instruments, so mm, you have to have yeah. a band. Yeah. And, you know, from the standpoint, you know, if you're a guy playing a guitar and you've written songs, you can get a gig in a local bar. The economics just don't work very well for smaller gigs. Right. And, you know, I would never ask, you know, the, the guys that we use to, to play on the record Obviously, to come out and do it for free, they're all uh-huh. professionals, and uh-huh. this is their livelihood. So, it's, so at the moment, yeah, we may do some smaller things like that, but um, you know, for the moment, that's it's it's recorded music.
0: Do you, what um, because you're not playing out live, what where do you find your audience for the music to, to expose um, you know, them to what pick, you're doing?
2: Yeah, to, to expose them. I mean, we've we've used um, you know, we've used Facebook. I mean, I have a blog. On our um, on our website I've got a fairly extensive um, um, you know mailing list so so you know kind of word of mouth and and actually our our, our most enthusiastic fans have been um, musicians and writers hmm. um, columnists novelists, um, you know my my I, I didn't mention this but part of my background too was fiction writing um, uh, that okay. was, I, I was an English major in college and um, studied under a Peter Taylor, who um, I think Peter won the National Book Award, or Pulitzer Prize at one point in time mm-hmm. for short story writing. But um, um, so you know, it's, it's, it, that really didn't surprise me. I mean, I've joked that if everybody in the world was a musician and a, and a, and a writer, this this thing would already be triple platinum. But uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what's the what's the intention or the goal? What what does the future hold for Harrison Country? Do you have you thought that far?
2: well i like i said we're we're working on a uh, on another album right now tentatively titled uh, keeper of the past and um it, you know it's i'm, I'm going to have i think a similar uh, approach the, the, you know the the, the songs will, will will all be you know in different styles except i think there'll probably be a little more emphasis, emphasis on um, maybe some traditional, more Americana, um, acoustic songs mm-hmm. um, in it. Mm-hmm. Just based on the title, and, and four of the five are, the, are, are songs uh, about incidents that happened in the past. Some of them drawn from from my own family. I mean, I've been doing a lot of genealogical research for the last oh, few okay. uh, last few years. Uh. And we had a little bit of that there on 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 climate change. Um, actually, the last song I wrote on that is, is, is "Shadow Games," which has some has some family history in it. So that this new album will sort of uh, take off uh, uh, where that or take up where that one left off.
0: Are you involved in the same folks with with the new Yes, project?
2: yes, absolutely. Um, we may bring in a few other players because we'll probably use. Some some different instruments, um, but uh, no, it's it's going to be all the uh, all the same folks. Uh, you know, my wife Karen, daughters Amy and Jenny, Lexi and Brian, and uh, his son Aiden, and uh, uh, you know some other some other good local musicians.
0: Did you, did you guys use a professional studio or was it home recording?
2: Well, actually, Brian has a studio in his basement. Okay, so so we uh, so we so we uh, yeah we use that. which certainly made it nice and convenient
0: yeah well and and not making an assumption but it sounds like it's kind of a family hobby as much as uh you know an intent to create a professional band
2: yeah i I mean i I think i think the um um certainly i think the output i mean i think most people would agree is very professional sure but certainly um you know that's that's the way it started. Oh, let's just give this a shot. Yeah. And if I, you know, and, and then one thing led to another, and um, you know, we started doing the songs, and I thought, no, oh, these are these are really pretty good. And and Brian is certainly immensely talented. So um, um, you know, a lot of the songs bear uh, you know, bear his imprint.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Well, that's a neat story, Don. I appreciate the, getting the chance to, to hear it and have you tell it to me. If folks want to listen to the, the record climate change or get in touch with you guys or are intrigued by the story and kind of want to follow along, tell, tell us how, you can, how they can find you and, and keep in touch.
2: Yeah, you can, um, our website is um, HarrisonCountry.com, surprise, surprise, <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, the, the physical is available for sale on that, but, you know, we're on all the typical platforms, Spotify and Apple Music and iTunes and Amazon, so however, uh, however you like to listen to things, you, you can find us on, uh, you know, many, uh, many different platforms.
0: That's great. Thanks, Don.
2: Thank you. I, I, I really appreciate it.
0: Let's listen to one of the tracks from their CD, Climate Change. This track is called, When the Geese Fly.
1: Son, I know I can't speak, but I need you to hear me. Read in my eyes what's left on my mind. When I leave this earth soon I want to see us together Out on the bay An early spring day And high over here The geese they'll be calling The geese they'll be forming, heading north again So remember me When the geese fly Remember me When that magic Is flowing I'll be there When the geese fly I'll be there When the good times Are rolling Forget all the hardest But I need you to leave it Forget all those nights The blue flashing lights You've got every right To hate me, be bitter It won't stop the pain You'll lock it in place Look as the sun rises The geese, they are calming, The geese, they are forming Let them ease your mind Remember me when the geese fly Remember us and those fish busting water I'll be there when the geese fly I'll be there, a hand on your shoulder Remember you steer the first time at the wheel Remember us and those fish-busting water, I'll be there when the geese fly, I'll be there, a hand on your shoulder, remember you steer, first time at the wheel, remember